This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the third Sunday of Easter, the 10th of April. I'd like to try and say something today about the importance of our celebration of the resurrection each and every week in the celebration of Sunday Mass. There's a very touching story that has come to us from the year 304, during the persecution of Christians under the Emperor Diocletian in North Africa, some Roman officials surprised a group of about 50 Christians who were gathered secretly for Sunday Mass. They'd been ordered to take them into custody. The transcript of the interrogation has been preserved. The proconsul says to the celebrating priest, By gathering all these people together here, you have acted against the orders of the emperors and Caesars. Now, the Christian reporter of these events adds at this point that the priest's response was truly inspired by the Holy Spirit. Unconcerned about that, he says, we have been celebrating what is the Lord's. We have done this because that which is the Lord's cannot cease. This knowledge of what belonged to God and doing what was right gave the priest and his people security precisely at that moment when their little community was externally under attack and at the mercy of others. When the owner of the house they were gathered in for attending Mass was asked why he'd not forbidden the gathering, his response is perhaps even more impressive, because he says that those gathered there were his brethren, and he could not show them the door. And he went on, I could not forbid them entry, for without the day of the Lord, without the mystery of the Lord, we cannot exist. Without the Lord's Day, without Sunday, we cannot exist either. And we cannot be what God wants us to be without celebrating the mysteries of our religion in the way that we're doing now this Sunday. Celebrating the day of the resurrection is not some slavish obedience to a commandment, commandment though it be, but rather an expression both of the interior desire and the necessity each one of us experiences and which springs from faith. The Sunday offering of the Mass is so important that it is something which has to be done. Like those Christians of North Africa, like our ancestors of the 16th and 17th centuries in these parts, even at the risk of their lives. For them it was not a matter of choosing between one law and customs and another, but choosing between what gives meaning to life and a meaningless life. St Augustine of Antioch two centuries earlier, had said, we live according to the Lord's day on which our life has also risen. How could we live without it? The centre and the origin of Christian life, all that gives joy and meaning to us, is found in the offering of the Eucharistic sacrifice week in and week out. This is testified throughout almost every chapter of the Acts of the Apostles in one form or another. For the Jews, the temple was the place where they met, and they met God face to face there. For the people of the New Covenant, that place is the church, not the church building necessarily, but the family of believers in Jesus Christ. But many people today, if you press them, don't consider it necessary to give praise to God in an external manner, through attendance at Mass each week. 
we might speculate, of course, that our mass-going population in the parishes would be several times greater if everyone did go to Mass every week. Setting up for Sunday Mass each week is a huge act of testimony to our faith, the faith of the Apostles and the faith of our ancestors. When we hear the stories of what happened in the first centuries or as the Acts of the Apostles today relates about how the Apostles were dragged before the Sanhedrin and punished, and then of subsequent generations in far gone eras, it might sound quite remote to us and even romantic at times. But fast forward to our own times, we know that there are still many places in the world today where the Mass is outlawed, where to build a church or to attend Holy Mass is to risk everything. On Good Friday, a priest was crucified in Yemen because he was a priest, and several nuns in the same nursing home were shot dead for their faith. On Easter Sunday in Pakistan, 72 Catholics were suicide-bombed. The circle often seems to be closing in on us. The more we find ourselves a minority, the more we become an endangered species, the more we need and should be seen. God's plan includes Sunday is the time when we give him public honour and worship in the true faith and find rest for our bodies. Even if for some reason we cannot receive the sacraments, we can still have the Mass as the centre of our week, that most basic act of homage to our Creator. Some people do have unavoidable work on the Lord's Day, like mothers and like priests and other essential services, and we accept this. The principle is that we order our lives in such a way as to regain our energy for the week, spend time with our families, and ensure God is the centre of our lives. If we each live each week with the Mass at the centre, then we can be certain that everything we do during the week will flow from and lead back to the Mass. Besides which, our Lord wants his friends with him, as he did on Easter Day so that the joy of the resurrection can be renewed at each offering of the Mass. Well, at this time of the year, the Church uses a special prayer to Our Lady, which is only recited and sung during the Easter season. Our bells here in the Church ring out this prayer during the Easter period. It's the Regina Chaley, in which we rejoice with the Virgin Mother that Christ has risen, and ask her to pray for us to God. And this we confidently do, as she is the first witness to the resurrection and mother of the church. Let us pray. May your people exult forever, O God, in renewed youthfulness of spirit, so that rejoicing now in the restored glory of our adoption, we may look forward in confident hope to the rejoicing of the day of resurrection. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.